Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats. Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. Hump Day edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday. We appreciate you tuning in and listening. We had a we had some fun conversations before we came on the in there. We came on the air there. We were talking Kim Anderson of Missouri, one of the worst hires in the history of college sports. <laughs> we were talking about the basketball tournament and how good Wes Clark was at basketball. And we couldn't remember where he went to college, but it sounded somewhere he seemed familiar as a college player, and that's because he played for Missouri for several years before doing one transfer year to Buffalo. And I guess he would have been on that Buffalo team that UK played in the tournament as well. And that would have been 2018, uh, right? With Hurley, correct? Yeah, I believe so. So Kentucky played him, I guess, every year. No, it wasn't Hurley because that was whenever we got the Nate Oates talking trash. Well, okay. Yeah. They They played Hurley at Rupp when he was with Buffalo. I see. Yeah. Anyways, well, yeah, basketball it, tournament. It ended it, with a with a snooze fest. Uh huh. Unfortunately, it was a blowout, and the Buffalo team won. They were the champions. Autism Army comes up a little short, so uh, we were just having some conversations off the air. Rest in peace, Vince Scully. Yeah, ninety four. It's yeah. a big one. Sheesh. <laughs> Gosh, I'm gonna think of that every time now. Justin. Yeah, anytime a celebrity does, that's a big that's, one. That's a big one. Sheesh. Man, pretty good, pretty decent life, though. 67 years with amazing, the Dodgers. Amazing life. Goodness gracious. Yeah, imagine 67 years in sports. That'd be awesome. 94 years old. Some legendary calls. R.I.P. Scoots, how are you this morning? I am tired. I had a long night at work last night. Bar was hopping. I guess it was because it was Jacob Toppin day. But uh, <laughs> bar was hopping. Everybody wanted my business. And then... Yeah, I mean, I didn't get home till after 11. Yeah, you were saying people Jeez. at the bar would not stop talking about that Jacob Toppin interview. They wouldn't, yeah. no. There was several, several guys that brought it up. I, yeah, that's awesome. That's good to hear. Hopefully you made a lot of tips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, despite being tired, Roush. Yeah, pocket's br- full. He, he brought something in for us. I already I had didn't. mine. We have yours hidden in the studio. Oh. Huh? 
Any guesses where it may be? I can smell it. It smells like a sausage biscuit. No? <laughs> that could be the mildew <laughs> in the studio. They are two familiar smells. Well, you got to get up and find it, buddy. I think that's it's my check, right? No, this is my check. Oh. Yeah. Your check is under Joby Hall. R.I.P. The big, the big check. <laughs> it smells <laughs> like a sausage biscuit. Where do you think it could be? The scoots did not bring anything in. Any hidden, nah, any, any, hidden any hidden surprises? I, I can't be topped by Jacob Roush. Come on. Are we, are, you, are we being serious? Yeah. Being serious? If you're not going to look for it, then oh, I'll just I'll just collect it at the end of the All show. Stand it up. Nice. He's I mean, looking I'll, under the wildcat. Yeah, he didn't take it. Back. He didn't bring anything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you got me, man. Although you were much more, you were much more onto us than I thought you. I thought you'd just be a willing. Uh, I was like, Scoot, we're just gonna. I'm gonna get Roush again to, this morning. Just go along with it. Good job, Scoot. Well See, done. now we're officially a morning show because we're just playing pranks all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to have more sound effects of Scoot's, like some sort of like wacky, um, like mm-hmm. Ira and the douche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ever watch Parks and Rec? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I want the our douche. radio yeah. station to be like that radio. <laughs> we need to be twenty. 25- Maybe, no, 50% of our content needs to just be from a soundboard. I agree. Like, <laughs> the, yeah, and think of much little more or less we'd have to talk if mm-hmm. you just had three minutes of sound effects. You all sound like Jim Coyle. Did he like sound effects? He was all about it. Well. Constantly wanted me to build sound effects, that's... so he had to talk less. <laughs> well, he's onto something here. So, so, if you did you get started on that project back on the old? No. Uh, what was it? What was it? Which which Who's one? Your Who's morning your madness. Morning madness. Take your medicine. Dun, 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 dun. It was always nice driving in scoots Miss hearing that you song. hearing you talk, <laughs> hearing you get us ready for Kentucky roll call. Take back, your medicine back would in get the me early, hyped. Early days of KRC. Oh yeah, yeah. You could like be headbanging on your way into the studio. What's really funny too, TJ, is imagine going back to eight a.m. now and then thinking like. Oh, I could sleep more, but you never would sleep more. Man, I like couldn't now. imagine doing 6 a.m. again. Oh, <laughs> that was brutal. I don't know how you did it. Brutal. Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah. It was really, really tough. I mean, <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he fall asleep during one of his shows? Several. <laughs> Several? Several. See, if you're falling asleep during your own show, it's too early. Oh, only, only one of them was memorable, though. Yeah. The, that, Matt, the I, Matt Painter I, interview. I wish. I wish. <laughs> Wait, he had Matt Painter on the phone. Uh, no. So this is pre-recorded. He it was pre- it was pre-recorded, and he was on remote. But he played the interview from his end. Oh. So he obviously he left his mic on. It was snoring over the interview. But I'm sitting here in studio. I can't do anything. <laughs> it was embarrassing. What a joke. Uh, the audio of that was really good. I wish yeah. it was still around, but uh, so be it. Okay, we have a big announcement. Uh, maybe not as big as John Calipari's announcement nope, nope. yesterday during the open practice. We have a big announcement for KRC that we will tell at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. So don't go anywhere. It's cool. Should we talk about last night's open practice? Let's do it. I'm excited. Although like there's more, more pleasantries and things we could talk about from last evening instead of before. You know, we like to just kind of chat for a little bit before getting into the knee-deep talk- topics, but I'm excited to talk about last night. Yeah, yeah. Where the hell's Jacob? He was the only one that was there. Seriously, That's... if like there's one day we ever could have used him, it would be the day to get his NSF. What? No, we use him, We could use him every day. You're right. Right, yeah, right. But didn't we, didn't we but tell him? especially today. Like, hey, you can stay in Lexington. Yeah, but they also told us they were going to stream the open practice. <laughs> so we thought we were going to be able to have our own takes Ooh. on the on, They didn't the stream thing. it? No. Wow. Yeah. Well, it was... Um, 
Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I think LEX when they realized, or no, excuse me, I think JMI when they realized that you could embed the stream and watch it elsewhere, they were they were upset. But here's the thing: don't you just want as many people to watch it as possible? Well, I some something something, something went up. Something in the happened. Of it. Yeah. yeah, something definitely happened. They changed. They changed their philosophy seemingly on the fly. First and foremost, the broadcast doesn't matter. Raising two point four million dollars in counting is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, and also Cal tweeted around like eleven or just before eleven last night that Anthony Davis was thrown in three hundred and fifty thousand dollars too. So I don't know if that <sighs> nice. is included in Man. that total or if that would be an additional. So you're getting closer to like. Two point seven, two point eight million dollars, and and really That's so freaking awesome. It really is unbelievable, and it's kind of I, I think and it's, I, know, I like, think it's easy for people just to gloss over a number and think about it. But, but like Anthony Davis is for as much money as he has, three hundred fifty thousand dollars is still three hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars, and that's gonna go. It's gonna help so much. That's whew. just imagine, again. I think a lot of people just hear the number and they say, "Oh, that's cool, good for them." But if you really break it down, within forty eight hours. If you were somebody in Eastern Kentucky that lost everything, lost a little bit, didn't lose anything, but you knew people who did, how how much would that help just making you feel even slightly better knowing in 48 hours, thousands, tens of thousands of people raised 2.4, it'll, yeah, it'll end up being probably more than that, who cares what the final total is, but over $2 million to help you? To help your area, to help rebuild, to help start new, it would not make this whole situation okay, but it still would give you a little sense of hope and faith, and I think it'd make you feel a little bit better. And that's awesome, and I'm glad that Kentucky did it. It's nice that Roush, that's the basketball team that we root for. Mm-hmm. It's the place we went to college, and I, I'm sure you feel as proud as I do, but they're not done. They're still going to need a lot of help. Uh, they're certainly going to need time as well for people that can volunteer their time to go down there. I know from Louisville, it's a it's a haul. But they're not done. But this was a in 48 hours to be able to accomplish this. Hats off to Calipari and, and UK and everybody that participated. Yeah. And the players, too, as we, we mentioned yesterday, we talked to, to one of them who were excited to do what they could to help, to give back. And the thing, too, that uh, I don't – I don't know if you saw this part or not. I, I just saw what Drew tweeted out. But, like, you know, one of the women's basketball players, Cassidy Rowe, she's from Virgie, where she, she spoke to the crowd directly. This is my hometown, and it's pretty unreal. Yeah. Like, to just go home and you have mud in your friend's living room that you're helping him clean out, which is very difficult to grasp conceptually. Unless you like just walked into your friend's house and you just imagine like a foot of mud well, all over their living room. It's apples and oranges to some degree, but my dad a, a couple years back bought a very modest place on the river that you have to have flood insurance for, and it will flood if the river floods. Like, yeah. And they have a system, like after it floods, and there's companies that do it, that come in with power washers and and clean out all the mud. Right. And my dad quickly learned that if you don't, and, and luckily it, it didn't, and, and by the way, 
the flooded areas or basement areas that you don't build in, it's all tile. It's not your living space. It's yeah. not your master bedroom. The way they build these houses, <laughs> they're knowing that they're not flooding the GLA. They're flooding the underground area, and it's meant to flood. But if you don't sweep that mud out almost instantly, it hardens, and, and then yeah. then you're you're yeah. really really. Touched. And if you don't have a power washer, it is Just, unbelievably labor intensive work. Yeah. Like it, it would take you hours on hours and hours, and let alone having to go through your like, hey, help me pick up this couch because I need to get the mud underneath it. That. It, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't even imagine. Like, it, it really would just be. Look at you, son, in fancy terms like GLA to Mister Appraiser. Well, it's probably probably should use a better term so more people would understand. But it's it's unfinished <laughs> area. Yeah, it's unfinished yeah. area versus finished area. These people in Eastern Kentucky have had their finished area ruined. I mean, honestly, if somebody's sweeping mud out of their living room, that house is probably at least. Well, if you're desperate enough, you're going to need to stay there, and I know a lot of people are. Luckily, I've I'm really been impressed hearing about all the places that have opened up hotels, like some lake communities down there, resorts. Yeah, they have. Uh, they brought in a bunch of trailers to Geneva Valley State Park. That's really good to hear because if you're desperate enough, you need to stay in those places. But realistically, it would not be healthy staying there. So, uh, probably totaled those houses, <laughs> and just this is coming off. And those are the ones Not that didn't many, get picked up and moved. Either. Yeah. And this is, I mean, shockingly coming months after the other part of the state, the other end of the state had an entire community just nearly picked up and moved by a tornado mm-hmm. and destroyed by a tornado. And what did UK and Calipari and the players do back then? They helped and they did what they could. So uh, the job isn't done, but it, it was so, it was a special night. So we say all that before we get into our, issues with the broadcast and my only issue really if they did like the what they did last night was fine it was i i uh, there's some funny parts of it there were some cool parts of it there were some kind of pulling at the heartstrings parts of it and ultimately it was just fun hearing the total keep racking up racking up and racking up my only issue is they should have just said that they should have just said, if you want to actually see the practice, you're going to need to be at Rupp Arena. Yeah. But we're going to be having a telethon broadcast. And that's what they kept saying. They were going to be doing a telethon. And I was like, well, are they going to be doing the telethon like split screen with the open practice? Or are they going to be going away from the telethon to show the open practice? Because they were really talking more about the telethon than they were the open practice. The when basketball copying, portion of yeah, it. Yeah, of the broadcast. Yeah. Which... I had to also be kind of awkward because the one consolation prize is Kentucky did what I think they – I forget where else they did this and what other event, but they just tweeted out eight minutes or nine minutes of the scrimmage. So you just got to watch it in full, which is what I went back and did last night. No, well, that wasn't in full, though, was it? It was a good chunk of it. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I, I watched all of that as well. I yeah. actually watched it twice. Um, oh, yeah, and I took notes. It was awesome. But – it was. Uh, I, I, was just I, trying was, to, I was trying to make sure I had all the players right because I, I think you got to do that early on. Yeah, and the I newcomers was, are tough. I was listening to. It had to be wow. kind of awkward to have the scrimmage happening while like Nancy Cox is talking about how much these people need your help over the mic, like the loudspeakers. Are yeah, there was kind of an awkward moment where like on the court there was a cool play, and I think Nancy Cox was like, "That's all stayed at thirty-seven for a few days." <laughs> yeah, it's. It, it was, yeah, there, maybe can we can we. Can we do both? Like, you can have the number on the screen and all that information, and just, like, we can just talk about basketball for a minute. 
they were just keeping they were just switching back between Nancy Cox and Maggie Davis on ends of the court and it was just like oh if the camera's just right you can see a little bit of a play and you can see the ball go in the hoop sometimes you could see who scored it other times you couldn't but I was like all right this is the extent of my takes for the following day that's the only thing I would have done if I were UK is just made it clear that like listen if you're wanting to actually see the basketball portion of this you you're going to need up. to be in person yeah, yeah. and I would have gone in person had I known because I wanted to see it. I wanted to see the players. I wanted to just get some some sense of Kentucky basketball. Uh, and I, I had people that were there that were texting me a lot of stuff. So between watching what UK tweeted out and hearing from a lot of other folks, uh, Dylan Ballard sent me a, a really nice scouting report that I had missed last night but woke up to it this morning. Um Ooh, I've got some more points, too. Yeah, there, there's a lot of good stuff that we're going to get into the important thing was the charity aspect of last night. Mm-hmm. Very, 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 very cool. And again, hats off to the players because supposedly they were the ones that came up with this idea. And I would hope that they're feeling solid about themselves knowing, hey, we came up with this idea. And look, just uh, 48 hours later, there's $2.4, $2.5 million heading in their direction to help those folks out. Most important was that. Also, um, you can still continue to help. And not only by that, but like, I'm definitely buying one of those t-shirts. Those things are cool. Oh yeah, that's probably going to get one for Duke. Like it's it's a cool shirt. I was trying to figure out how I wanted to help, and I'd really like to if they, I'd like to try to go down there and help if I can. But it probably, I mean, I, I don't. It's a lot of time. It, it, it it's yeah, just, a, a tough and, and I don't even know really where I would start. But I'm open to it. That being said, yeah, I, I was trying to figure out where I wanted to donate money. That's stuff that I think people try to think of. And I donated in a spot or two, but my, ultimately I was like, I'm going to buy a couple of these shirts. We can give them away on KRC. I'm definitely keeping one for myself. Maybe I'll give it to like a family member for a birthday present or something like that. So that was my, my, my probably biggest donation was in those t-shirts, which I think they said 18 or $19 of everyone is going directly to them. And then the other one's just for the product, mm-hmm. which is, I don't, Kentucky branded's not making money off this. So the shirts are sweet. Yeah. We'll be giving away some here on Kentucky Roll Call, I'm sure, uh, to the to those listeners. Yeah, that was the only issue with it. I wanted to watch the practice really badly, just like everybody else did. Uh, by the way, on the video that they did tweet out, worst camera work in the history of camera yeah, work. Guys got to go. Yeah, or gals got to go. And, and whoever it is, you're out. Too, you're out. When you can stay in the program, but you're not on cameras anymore. We're not shooting highlights like we're on the like we're courtside doing a local news. It's a broadcast. I think whoever mm-hmm. was probably doing it. I guess that's probably what like you know when they make those cool videos at the end, uh, or like they make the highlight videos. Yeah, like where it's like UK but beats still, Vanderbilt seven minute video. You still yeah. have a more wider frame than what they were doing. They were focusing way too much on the ball and tracking the ball, and like, you just can't... randomly going to the crowd. Like <laughs> didn't need to just see random people in the crowd while basketball was being played. It was terrible. It was awful. the the broad the camera work that they used for that for the for the highlights. Yeah. And uh, it it was what it was. I'm glad they at least tweeted it out. I just wish they would have said, "Hey, if you want to be there to watch the game, do it. If you're going to stay at home, you'll we'll we'll tweet out some highlights. But you're gonna you're gonna be watching more of the telethon broadcast. Yeah. But that's but it is what it, it is. Still looks like still a, a good, really cool night for UK basketball. And there was a good crowd of folks that showed yeah. up. A couple thousand people were there. Seems uh, like, funny again. Another you promote things on KRC. Watch what happens. Seems like the uh, Shaden Sharp scenario. Like Kalsher just came out and said that. You know, if you want to see these guys practice, or if you want to see these guys, you just got to come to practice. I'm sure. Well, I, I agree with you, but I'm sure it was probably above Cal's 
pay grade. The people pay, who pay him put on the broadcast. So, yeah. I, I bet it was a broadcasting rights nightmare. I bet UK and JMI were on the horn about legally what they could do, contractually what they could do, what they could not do. And I wouldn't doubt if maybe UK was just like, we're just going to play it safe. We're not allowed to show live broadcasts of Kentucky basketball without their sign-off. So we'll kind of do a little half thing, and then we'll tweet out because that's not. I bet. I bet Kentucky just figured. I don't want to. We don't want to get in trouble with our partners here. Let's just play. I, I bet they didn't even know. I bet, or if they did know, that was why they couldn't do it. Makes so I don't sense. think it was a Makes cow. Sense. I don't think it was a cow thing necessarily. But they should have been more forthcoming of like what what they would broadcast and what they wouldn't broadcast. But it is what it is. They it, did this on the fly. They didn't have time really to plan it out. Yeah. And and the, the most important thing was the donations. So your thing, TJ, the whole day yesterday and even Monday, you said if it was televised, you wouldn't go. Would you have gone had you known it wouldn't be televised? Absolutely. Yeah. So that was kind of crappy. Yeah, I, I would have gone. It would have been fun, I think. Uh, I know there was a ton of KRC people there because, again, people were reaching out telling me some scouting reports or what they saw. Uh, Tyler sent me a picture of C.J. Frederick's ankles, which were – I don't think you could they tape some. anything more tightly. They were so <laughs> tightly taped, I thought his feet might pop off. Or his toes purple. Ooh, one of <laughs> my... It really was insane how tightly wrapped they've got C.J. Frederick's ankles. One of my notes is people forget about C.J. Frederick. I don't think people do forget about. Oh, I, I, I always forget about C.J. Frederick. Just forget that a lot of people impressed with C.J. Frederick last night with some of his shooting. He made a three. I think he he made a couple threes and made that little floater as well, which was cool to see. He wasn't the best player on the court. We can talk about that later, but um, you could have gone and talked to Mark Few too. Mark Few was there. Kentucky going to be playing Gonzaga. When we talked about Gonzaga in great detail, that wasn't like an – well, I don't think that would surprise anybody that listens to KRC. That wasn't an inside source thing. That was uh. just like, who does it does it make – who would it make sense to play a game with? Who would they think? I've got some takes on that as well. Why don't we take our first break Hey, on the who, morning wake-and take? Who just – no, let's calm down, Scoots. Seriously, yeah. don't you, you so, all can't give me three who's in a row. I'm gonna say that every time. Scoots, our our our, uh, our northern neighbors to old sweet Commonwealth of Kentucky, Indiana. Are you doing any sort of drives to help the folks in Eastern Kentucky? Not too far no. away from old Bloomington. I doubt it. I haven't heard anything. It was nice to see U of L doing a telethon tonight, because it was very strange. It wasn't until yesterday anybody at U of L had said anything. anything. Not Satterfield, not Payne. Payne still hasn't said anything about it. Satterfield released a statement yesterday and said they're going to be doing a water drive, which hats off to you, Scott. That's great. We mm-hmm. love it. And then U of L doing telethon tonight. Very cool. Uh, doesn't matter if they raise $100,000 or if they beat UK's total. It's a win for Eastern Kentucky, and I'm glad that U of L's doing that. Yeah, right? I um, Too bad they had to copycat. I just I will say that quit there it, are. Um, quit it. There's a much different. A conversation in Louisville about this than Lexington. And I think a lot of it's because Lexington TV markets like, go to Eastern Kentucky. You know what I'm I mean? I'm impressed with the news coverage in Louisville. No, not but like the, the conversation just in general in the community isn't as loud as I thought it would be because it's not as, uh, I think it's, and I think it's purely a geography thing. Whereas yeah, like there's yeah. not as many people in Louisville I who would have say, those Eastern Kentucky ties than there are in Lexington. I would I would also oh I, I I did this last night I may do this during the break so I'll bring that up a little bit later well let's let, let's there's so much to get to on today's show let me tell you about Thornton's they're great you know all about them actually delicious food to start your morning 
or lunch, or if you need a late night snack, there it's good all the time. But we're a morning show, so we generally highlight the morning because you should go ahead and swing by there while you've got KRC on. Get some fresh fruit. Do not forget to download their app. It'll save you time. It'll save you money. It shows you the gas prices around you. And $10,000 each week, summer cash bash. If you download the app, cash bash. you will see it right there. All you do is got to click. You're signed in. You're good to go. Maybe you'll win $10,000 each week or at the end of the summer, a 2022 brand spanking new Chevy Tahoe. This is Kentucky Roll Call. We got a lot of UK basketball to talk about on UK Football Media Day. Yeah, plenty of that in hour two, too. Uh, absolutely. It's going to be a jam-packed KRC. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen roll, return roll, after roll. this. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Come gather around, people, wherever you roam. And admit that the waters around you have grown. And accept it that soon uh, you'll Bob be drenched to the bone. Is that you're doing there, or is that one of Trevor's? If That's an older rejoin. Okay. Stop so. Trevor texted me last night. I didn't text him back because I was asleep or in the process of going to sleep. He has a bad habit of doing that, huh? Yeah, I, this it's one. Like Trevor, we do a morning show. Yeah, but this this one was like at 1040. It was okay. But I didn't respond to him. He said, I know it's damn cold, but the wildlings were on their side of the wall for hundreds of years. You'd think they'd at some point have built some kind of civilization. Which, of course, is Trevor not paying attention. The Wildlings in Game of Thrones did build some civilizations. They just fought each other. They fought each other. And, I mean, Hardhome is a Wildling civilization. You read the books, you know that there are some, like, nice ones, even some giant civilizations, allegedly. But, Settlements. But people just never go of, that far yeah. to check them out. Yeah. So get with it, Trevor. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. He's really excited. He's going back and watching Game of Thrones before to get the hyped new, to, yeah. for... Although That's I don't know dragon. if he knows or not that like there's no correlate. I mean, there may be some small. Well, but there, there, there eggs. is a good uh, tone setter though. It's 300 years after the technology in Game of Thrones is far more advanced than what we're going to see in House of the Dragon, Roush. Yeah, but they're so, going to be having sticks and stones. Yeah, just uh, kidding. Yeah. That's one of the things. That's why I didn't really like like going earlier. Yeah, this will work. It'll be fun. I'm excited about it. Oh, shockingly, Mike Rutherford hated the last season of Game of Thrones so much that he's out on Game of Thrones forever <laughs> moving forward. I texted into his show and said the next time that he has a an original opinion different than the social media one will be the first time. He didn't take kindly to that. Oh. Yeah. With like, mo- with, like, with like movies. and st- He's like, that's not true. That's not true. I disagree <laughs> with a bunch of stuff. The last season definitely was not... As fast. good yeah. as the other ones, there's yeah. no ab- no doubt about it. But one, yeah, they rushed it. That, that's the that's the biggest complaint. It's just like, hey, you could have just done a normal 13 episode season. I don't season disagree with any of that. My biggest issue are the people who just don't like the storylines that they do, or well, seem to can't like yeah. rationalize that that's how it'd go. Well, but it's like that's just like your Game of Thrones does that all the time to make people mad. Like mm-hmm. when they kill all of the Starks that you loved. He was I like, mean, what's her name? Was the total babe, Rob's wife. Oh. Yeah. Man, getting what rid of her. her. Melissa? 
I think uh, that it was yeah. different in the book. Yeah, the show, two different names. But, yeah, Either oh, way, yeah. she was awesome. Yeah, she was awesome. He was like, there's just no, Jamie, Jamie Lannister's story arc, there's no point for it. And I was like, yeah, the point is, it didn't matter. He went back to his sister. Yeah. Like, that was the point. You, he, they nearly had him into the light. They had pulled him into the light. He was on the good side, and, and he, he just fell to, back. He had to scratch that itch. Exactly. It's like, I'm excited about it. But the last season definitely was not as good. But to give up on like any future Game of Thrones endeavors because of the last season. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me right back in. There you have it. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I bet you didn't think you were going to get some Game of Thrones talk today. I bet you did think that you were going to get some Jacob Toppin talk, though. Game of, For what it's worth, Game of Thrones talk on this show is like plus 100 going into the show every day. <laughs> That's not true. For what it's we worth. We didn't talk Game of Thrones in no, like, but more like plus in like 350. Three days. Yeah, exactly. Three and a half days, plus 350. There you go. That's how, <laughs> that's how it works. It's the average. Uh, Jacob Toppin, is he the best basketball player in the history of the world? Some people are saying, I'm definitely saying it. Dude, he can shoot now? Yeah, well, I think he's always been able to shoot a little bit, but now his range extends. He's so confident, too. Oh, yeah, hands in his face, doesn't matter. I know they weren't playing. They were playing kind of, I don't want to say pickup defense. Like, it wasn't Game Mm 7 World Series. But, like, they were still, it, it it was much more of a real scrimmage than what we would see at Big Blue Madness. And... Not just the shooting ability, but the he's still got the floater. I mean, he looks so good out there. Yeah, so he, did, good. he did. I was impressed by the short highlight clip that we were able to see. Uh, that shot's just going to be so beneficial for his draft stock, for his game. For Obviously everybody for else's team, game for, inside. For teammates as well, but it's huge for him because when – He's a lot more athletic and quicker than most fours that are going to be guarding him. And if they're yeah. as quick or as mm-hmm. athletic, then Toppin's probably going to be at least a little bit taller or maybe a little bit stronger. If he can shoot that shot and make fours, four words, people that are guarding him have to step out and defend that, he's going to be able to take a jab step. He's going to be able to create so much space or get around people that it, he can be somebody that collapses the defense. Normally you think about that from your guards, Roush. Can somebody can can Wheeler blow by somebody? Can Cason Wallace blow by somebody and make a defense collapse in on them so they can kick out? If you can have your four do that, that's I, I know a lot of people I, I it annoys me maybe more than anything else in the UK land of BBN. The modern offense. I want more modern offense. Not modern enough. Having a four that can do the things that we think Jacob Toppin's going to be able to do will be your quote-unquote modern offense. Yep. Uh, it, it, he, it, that's a huge piece. That's huge, a hu- huge, that's a huge piece, piece of the puzzle. And we know that Oscar can knock down shots, too. I don't know if he's going to be draining threes left and right. I wouldn't suspect that to be the case, or expect that to be the case, I should say. But regardless, if he can extend out to 18 feet, that's going to be really hard for a defense to guard. And kind of what uh, Reed Shepard's team did to Robert Dillingham's AAU team. Yeah. At times, they would just have five guys wide, and Soul any of them out. could take their people out on the dribble. So all you had to do is have one of your guys beat one of their guys. The defense would collapse. Somebody's open. That will be, hopefully, ideally, what UK basketball is able to do more times than not this upcoming season. Toppin looked awesome, and he made it look pretty effort. Like You could tell he wasn't going 110%, wearing the long sleeves, and uh, I was really impressed by him. I like uh, big hair Toppin, too, more than braided Toppin. Oh, okay. Yeah, just, just for the record. 
Um, very important conversations that need to be discussed. The one thing that I was disappointed about is uh, what about Lance? We got no Lance Ware. And it's not because I wanted to see Lance Ware do Lance Ware things. It's because I didn't want to see Damian Collins guarding Oscar Sheboy. I wanted to see Damian Collins doing the Jacob Toppin stuff. I worry about our buddy, how about Lance? Be- like, you know, going back to our discussion yesterday about if Oscar averaged the same numbers, would he be, would he win most valuable player in college basketball? And uh, I like the introduction they gave him yesterday, by the way, saying yeah, he's uh-huh. the only player in UK basketball history, unanimous player of the year, which didn't he not win the uh, Lute Olson award, but that they just don't consider that one of the major awards. So they, they can still say unanimous, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. I think that's the case. Second Anyways, uh, they gave him a big standing ovation. The crowd at Rupp Arena yesterday did for Oscar, but if he averaged the same numbers, I think he would win national player of the year again. I just don't think he's going to average the same numbers because you're going to have to play Collins. You're going to have to play Toppin. Well, Jacob Toppin's probably going to win National Player of the Year, too. That so it's, too. It's, that, that's where it's really tough. Who's national, whom's National Player of the Year for the Cats? Just divided among UK's team all throughout. He just won't, most likely, Sheboy won't won't average the same numbers. It's just you're going to have too many, you, you're too more many talented, too, more, more talented in the front court and even talented in the back court, which. Antonio Reeves. Yeah. I don't. I, Roush, I'm gonna. I cannot wait for this Bahamas trip. We're a week away from their first game. If anything, this open practice may have been worse for me personally. Yeah, because, like just, I, yeah. I wanted more answers, and I think now I'm left with more questions. It is just one open practice. We are overreacting. We are admitting to these things. We're self aware. We're self aware enough to admit this. Yes, but I'm gonna be so. And I, we won't get the answer in the Bahamas either, necessarily. Maybe we'll get a better idea. But when the dust settles on this, ro- I have no idea what this rotation is going to look like. I don't either. The, but you're you're going to have studs. You are going to have studs that are not going to get a lot of playing time on this team. It will be similar to 2015 in that regard. The one thing that uh, you just mentioning Reeves off the top that I think is a nice blessing, if Severe Wheeler is doing Severe Wheeler things, Reeves is a pretty damn good ball handler. I did not expect that. I thought it was going to be simply a, all right, well, you've got Wheeler, and in a pinch, you, you know, you go to Casey Wallace. So, I, I think like, Reeves is is good enough handling like that. That was a pleasant surprise, not just because he had the uh, the one. Uh, it was a hard snap back on the crossover, and then he got to the rim. But I like I that that's a nice. That's a nice thing to have in your back pocket is a guy with that sort of length and size who's that good at handling the ball. Get out of my head, Roush. Yeah, can you imagine putting him on the floor similar. as the point guard with a lineup with Toppin, Collins, Sheboy? I mean, that's just huge. That's an NBA, that's an NBA oh, size that, lineup. That's a, that's a Cal dream, oh too. <laughs> start, start the Bahamas with that lineup. Yeah. Just go Wallace, Toppin, Collins, Ware, Sheboy. <laughs> you mean Watch, Reeves? Re- well, Reeves. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I don't yeah. care, whoever. Just another big guy. Is there any other bigs we could throw in there to play the point guard? Just the biggest lineup of all time. How but, tall is CJ? Uh, I don't know. Six, six, six. two, three. CJ oh, Frederick? Yeah, I think CJ Frederick's like 6'6". Six, six. Is that tall? He's a wing. Yeah, I thought I thought he was around the 6'5 mark, too. Huh. Oh, gosh. No, no idea. This is, I thought this he was just too short. This is off by quite a... 6'3", yeah. 6'3"? That's yeah. it? Yeah, he's a two-guard. He's going to be like yeah. the shortest... He played a lot of point for uh, Iowa. Did a lot of ball handling. Not that he's bigger than that. But I... Uh, 
Kentucky needed to go get one backcourt guy in the transfer portal, and I'm not saying that I'm like, okay, I'm sold. Antonio Reeves is going to be a baller, but a lot of the things that I I wanted to get out of that player, I at least feel confident in. Like, okay, here's a lengthy wing. He can handle the ball. He can handle the break. Um, because this team is going to be able to get out and run with those lengthy fours that can stretch the floor out with these great athletes. I mean, we barely got a glimpse of Chris Livingston and Casey Wallace, which Casey Wallace, I'm just going to call it now. The dude is going to be the, uh, the quiet 12 points, seven rebound or seven assists, five rebounds guy. Like every night, we're just a very quiet fills up the box score, two steals, you know? Yeah. I mean, that he's just, he's just going to be everywhere. Um, I know, Severe Wheeler has led college basketball in assists the last two assists per game the last two seasons, but we had heard rumblings that at the end of the year he was just kind of you know that as, as, yeah as the team was losing and people were trying to figure out new roles or get back to the old roles we had heard some rumors and we don't know if they were confirmed or not we talked about it on Kentucky Roll Call at the time I'm not saying that's uh, that Wheeler has been nothing but smiles anytime UK has a camera on them or anytime they've been traveling or doing this, that, or the other. But you could run a, a Wallace-Reeves backcourt. Like, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to have Wheeler out there. Yep. Last year, you had to have Wheeler out there with given the injuries of other players. There yeah. was never – you had a few times where you could have Ty Ty, Grady, and Mintz, and I think people were okay with that. But just with the injury situation and different players being banged up on different nights – uh, Wheeler was a really important piece, and rightfully so. And I think he'll be an important piece on this team. But there's some pressure on Wheeler to take his game to the next level because I also liked, again, in a very small sample size, we were wondering how Reeves would fit in on a team where back at Illinois State, he was the guy. He was throwing up the shots. He was doing everything. Hey, if you need to miss six in a row to get to get going, do it. We just need you to get hot. At UK, how would he handle that? Again, another guy that I think can take people off the dribble route. He's not going to have the, the the other team's best defender on him most times. It's a it's a dangerous piece to have. I, I haven't been this confident going into a UK basketball season since 2015. The 2014 it, 2015. It reminds season. me of what Kentucky did in what Mark Stoops and the Kentucky football program did, where last year at cornerback. You had guys in there that you, okay, we, we, we can maybe have something down the road, but it'd be really nice if we could, all right, something bad happens, take them to the sideline for a play or two, have a coaching moment. You couldn't do that. Carrington Valentine had to play like mm-hmm. 800 snaps or something last year because there was just nobody else. If Severe Wheeler is doing Severe Wheeler things from the bad side of it that, that intern Jacob loves to get all riled up over, you can set him like you. You have that luxury now, and you have that luxury at a lot of different spots where depth was a problem last year. Um, whether, I mean, hell, mostly because of injuries. Uh, now you can you can have the all right. Things aren't going well. You know, Cal. He loves that quick uh, that quick sub whenever he gets real ticked off. Hey, and he, you, you see him. You see him point to the end of the bench to get somebody up. That, that's back on the table this year. Oh, yeah. That's no, great. No doubt about it. Uh, now, again, you know, stuff like that, 
if UK loses a few games, maybe people won't be happy with their roles. Winning cures everything, so it will be important for Kentucky to win. But I am. I'm, I'm as confident heading into the season of UK's success as I've been for a long time. Last year, I thought UK would be really good. They were, unfortunately, nothing to show for it in March. Uh, 2020, going into that season, obviously, as a UK fan, I was more confident as I should have been, but I, I, you still had huge question marks about a team that was going to be pretty reliant on freshmen to some degree. Uh, 2019, felt pretty good about that team going in. Um, well, 2021, I'm getting some of my years mixed up. Yeah. But in terms of sure things, I just – it's been a while since I've had to go to this. And that's not even really – putting a lot of pressure on Case and Wallace or Chris Livingston, who I thought Livingston in very small sample size looked like, again, I have no idea how the dust is going to settle on the right. rotation. My guess is you're playing Wallace for sure. You're playing Toppin for sure. You're playing Sheboy for sure. I don't know how the, how the other, who wins. And you know what? I don't even know if, would you be shocked if Collins at the end of the year was better than Toppin? It's not what I would guess would happen. Right. I think, I mean, Tom, I think I'm really me. high on Toppin. Right. But Collins is a freak. Man, really good to just see him not deer, not newborn baby deer Bambi. You know? I totally agree. Like, he, 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 you can tell he feels like he belongs out there. Whereas last year, that confidence was definitely a problem with him. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just, it just, like, was. you could tell that it's just almost like his. His body was moving too fast, then his mind, or his mind was moving too fast, or his body. Yeah, yeah. It Something was, was out of sync, and it, <laughs> like, it was like a mechanical failure at times. Well, but the, you know what, though, TJ, to to your point about, I mean, that's what makes this Bahamas trip so perfect for this team is just because last year the roles had to change around so much. Um, they're not going to obviously establish a rotation over just four exhibition games in the Bahamas, but they're going to get a better sense of how things go. Where mm-hmm. by by the time you know, you know this year, people forget Champions Classic. Not the first game anymore. It's like the second or third. So by the time the Champions Classic rooms around, I mean they're going to be a freaking they're going to beat the ever living snot out of the Michigan State team. Holy cow! Whatever that number is, that's going to be great. Oh god, not high enough. And I I, I hate losing up in the, the Champions 10. Classic game, and it's just happened too too frequently as of late. So that'll feel nice. Although Michigan State's the team I care about the least in the Champions Classic, but right. yeah, that'll be great. That'll be a total and complete beatdown. You're right. I don't think we're going to be able to make any grand proclamations from the Bahamas. Like, but we, we won't will... know certainties, but we're going to know these players a lot better. And we'll have an idea of, hey, who played well with one another? Forget about the opponent. Like, which lineups looked good? We're going to get plus minuses that we'll probably overreact to. But with our own eyeballs, we'll be able to see, oh, okay, hey, Wheeler's not the shooter. Which, by the way, again, what he finished the year at, uh, I think it was 12 of 29 from January 15th on, which, what's the the math on that? 41%. From January 15 on, he was a 41% three-point shooter. Do we think he's going to shoot 41% from three this upcoming season? No, I don't. But if he can be 32 or 33%, maybe we'll see, hey, you know what? He's such a great passer. This team has shooters. It, it's got to be the Wheeler show. Or maybe Wallace and Reeves are just too athletic and can do too many different things or their shooting propels them over Wheeler. And the, We're going to get to see stuff, and I'm going to be excited about it, and we'll be able to make these decisions. And then after that, that's really going to suck. When after the Bahamas trip, it's like, all right, hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you in two months. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be tough. 
That's yeah. going to be, gonna be yeah. tough for me because I don't know how I'm making it a week before I can see these guys play basketball again. That was fun last night. Well, we'll, well have, done to UK. We'll have some football to buffer in between. Oh, yeah. We can, we can get to that more. How, Mark View video was cool. Yeah, I it will live. say. I don't know if it was, or but it seemed live. Yeah, and well, you could see the Zoom bar at the bottom. Yeah. So, yeah, it was definitely a lot. I was worried when Severe Wheeler said, because this is going to be cool, it said we're playing the blue-white game in Eastern Kentucky this year. I was like, okay, that's cool. Please not be just the announcement, though. We can't do the... I had somebody tweet me, and I was like, I don't know for sure, but I'm. this is not the announcement. Because if it was the announcement, that would have been a very roush thing to do. Very... Yeah, uh, it's still a cool thing to do. And I, that'll mean a lot for the people in that region. My guess is they'll be at either I think Corbin Arena or in Pikeville. I think they said Pikeville's the plan. Yeah, okay. Pikeville's what I saw. Yeah. Okay, because that, that they've got a big arena in Pikeville and too. They did they say get you know ten twelve thousand people in there. Like there there is a chance maybe it won't work out. If it doesn't work out, then we'll we'll need to. But that would out. that would be awesome. That's gonna be um, sweet. That's gonna mean a lot for them. I wish UK would do more of this, but this is a this is a start. And I get yeah, it. The just logistics do cheap tickets, whatever like it takes just to cost to rent out the I'm arena. I'm sure the blue white game will be free for. Oh, those wait, folks. isn't the blue white game always free? Am I right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, then it'll yeah. Who am I kidding? Yeah, Did Mark so. Few donate? Used to be. Uh, no, he's no. donating a home and home. He's donated a home and home. That's well, he should actually make a home in Eastern Kentucky, Mark Few. Come on, buddy, a real home and home, and Cal will build one for. I, I, I don't get the the bit of like <laughs> being out on the lake while he was doing it, or, or I think probably it was just genuine. Like that's probably like his what he was doing. Yeah, which amazing backdrop. Yeah, like my he, parents just got back from Pacific Northwest. They uh, they loved it. My mom texted me last night. I was like, "Should we go to the Gonzaga game? It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough trip, mom. It's one UK plays Georgia in football the day before. Potentially to go to Atlanta. Th- well, to go to Atlanta. Uh, well, we'll see how Georgia's season goes. <laughs> Just kidding. Georgia's schedule is not that tough. It's so easy. I would I yeah, would be shocked yeah. if it, it, it ticks me off. I wish their schedule was somewhat harder so I could. Actually, predict them to lose more games. Exactly. Uh, make it make it maybe a little easier on the cats. And then, secondly, the games on Sunday. That following Thursday is Thanksgiving. That following Friday, UK or USA plays England in soccer. That Saturday is the UK U of L game. I know that's six days after that, but it just point is busy there's a lot time. Going B- busy on. time. Busy time. Lock Thanksgiving going on. is. And secondly, is Thanksgiving the week after. No, no, Thanksgiving is that Thursday. That Thursday, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's tough. Um, <laughs> that's a lot going on. So did it go, so they're going to Gonzaga this year. Yes, right. it, okay. and, and you know what, I wasn't here for that argument, but I heard you all were t- discussing it. Totally with you, Scoots, would much rather have this team go on the road to Gonzaga this year. And, folks, I, I get very wound up watching Gonzaga play every year. They just piss me off to know, oh, you're going to play a bunch of – Joe Nobodies. I just want Oscar Sheboy to dunk on Drew Timmy so hard. Just, just shut up that like if they went in there and did the Kansas if they gave him the Kansas Fog Allen treatment, I mean, I would just that that's the part of going to that game that would be great. It's just like talking smack to a bunch of Jesuits. Like, God, you looking all sucking. Play real basketball teams, you losers. This is what happens when you play a real team. I want Oscar to make Drew Timmy regret not going to the pros to play in the G League this year. Oh, man. Ah. Chill. Ah. <laughs> Chill. Smash him into also, oblivion. Also, it's only a 6,000-seat arena. This will be the biggest home game in the history of Gonzaga basketball. That's going to be a tough team. It's going to be a tough team. <laughs> 6,000 seats, toughest game. They're the only show in Spokane. Uh, 
only show really within like four four hour drive one way or another. So that's going to be an incredibly difficult ticket to get. Brent made a graphic for us, a home and home, and the Rep Arena versus I saw that. <laughs> it's the like, McCarthy Athletic it looks, Center. It looks like uh, the McCarthy Athletic Center looks like a classroom building on UK's campus. Yeah, I would think that there's got to be some donors at Gonzaga that are that are working on something a little bigger than six K. It's smaller than Cameron Indoor. I mean, you, but, you but would, for all intents and purposes, UK fans think of UK going to Cameron Indoor when you think of this game. It's going to be that small of an arena, that intimate of an atmosphere, that rowdy of an atmosphere. It's going to be an incredibly difficult game for UK to win. That's why I wanted it at Rupp Arena this year. And my eyes, the only thing that mattered to me for this UK basketball season, be in the Louisville region for the NCAA tournament. Don't care about SEC. Don't care about Ooh, rivals. Like don't care about one specific <gasps> game versus another. Just be in Louisville for the region. I don't what. You win this. This is Cal Perry playing chestnut checkers. You go on the road. You win this game. You think they're uh, no, no, no. I agree with you. If you do you, that, you're right. You're but, you're, but you're I, getting but, that yum center. Okay, but what are the chances UK wins at Gonzaga versus the chances UK beats Gonzaga at Rupp? Significantly higher at Rupp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would just but, take the easy one. Gonzaga's going to go win all their conference but, game and be a one seed. So you'll have you'll have that easy win against a one seed in your home arena. Boom. I'd rather have that than risk it. Because I, I mean, you're not getting penalized for losing this game. You're either. not at all. Yeah, not in the slide. You're not even losing to Gonzaga. Can we settle down? I hope that you're right, but you act like this would be an easy game for UK. I mean, it's just an easy game. It's the biggest, I do it's think the it's biggest an easy game, game in the history of Gonzaga <laughs> basketball. I do think it's, it's going an easy to be a, a crappy IU Ooh. team in 2012 beat the national champion Kentucky basketball team in their little Cracker Jack arena. And this Gonzaga team's a hell of a lot better than that IU team was in 2012. Really? And this UK team probably worse than that. So, of course, they can lose this game. We, we really got to worry about, too, one part we haven't considered Nolan Hickman revenge. Game. Nolan Hickman, if he has more than six points and five assists, I'd be shocked. I mean, five assists would be pretty good. Well, Field I, I don't 68, think, I don't, breakout player of the year. Was he really? He was like no, one he of was like not. he was like a breakout players to watch. I like, like Nolan Hickman, but like he didn't show anything. Well, last they're, they're just, I mean, it's a safe assumption. You're like, okay, point guard for Gonzaga. I mean. It's not oh, that, that hard. One that wanted to go to UK so badly, he never really amounted to much. What was that guy's name? This was like back in fourteen, long time ago. Oh, nice kid. But they're just like, well, Jalen Suggs, really good. Nimhard, good. This next guy's got to be decent, right? I like Hickman. Maybe he will be, but I'm gonna take Wheeler over Hickman. I'll take Casey Wallace over Hickman. And in a seven-minute video, practice video, I'm going to take Antonio Reeves over Hickman. I'm sold. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen enough of what but this I is, to But this is going to be so much fun. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious the timing of it, too. Um, I, I don't on an NFL Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, that's a little What's up with that, Roush? Odd. Um, Can Kentucky but, but, basketball ever play a big game not in March, but also not in it, just somewhere <laughs> in January so and, and February? The Kansas game last year was cool, but uh, and you know what? That was a good time. Let's do more of that. The thing is, though, is this is oh, it, it will be the light. It's the lightest NFL Sunday of the year because it's after Thanksgiving. So there's at least that going for it. Um, yeah, but I don't. I, play Kansas I, maybe this year. it would be cool if they did it like the CBS noon game, like what they do um, for. Like the the act, and I mean they they won't do it because it's they have CBS's NFL rights, but like it, like you know how they have those Sunday games uh, in in March or whatever. Like I I like that. They'd be a lot of fun, but this feels like it's going to be on ESPN at like two o'clock, right? 
four or maybe four. If you did it at four, yeah. that'd be great because sometimes those four and four twenty five games stink. Like you could get a a bad America's Game of the Week. We're not even gonna have Joe Buck on it. So is it America's Game of the Week without Joe Buck and Troy Aikman? It's a great four, question. Four would be the put that time in the three hour time difference though. So four you think about would, that. Oh yeah. So yeah, one yeah, o'clock there. One time. o'clock there time. Four out there. Uh, you get through the red zone witching hour for the yeah. most part. But that's right? normally when the Seahawks play around four, which would be one their time. You gotta avoid the Seahawks. Do you go up against Sunday Night Football? I mean, what if they just do it at like ten? 10 p.m. Seahawks are going to win like four I have no games. idea. Go I, I, against them. I, I, we, we, do, we can, we dude, can do like would, a guess the baby's right. weight situation that, here with this. Guess that, the time of the game because I don't think anybody would really have an idea. All right. That would actually be kind of kick-ass. If you did Pac-12 after dark for sports fans. Nah, I'm out. On a Sunday, Thanksgiving week where that Monday is probably going to be busy. God, that Monday's going to suck. That like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are probably going to suck. Well, no, it'll be fun because then you go to the Mark Soup's press conference and oh, he's talking man. about going to the. We got to go. We, we can't worry about the SEC championship. We've got to beat Louisville by a hundred again. You know, we can't look past them. We still got to run. Which, by the way, Kentucky. I looked it up. They're only like four hundred and fifty rushing yards away from running for a mile in this win streak. Nope. They've got more than a thousand yards. They're close to running for a mile against Louisville. I hope that happens. An actual mile. Scoots, can you name anybody on Gonzaga's team besides Drew Timmy and Nolan Hickman, two people we've talked no, about on today's show? I can't. So how can you say like because I does know the what name Kent- receiver Bolton ring a bell? It doesn't for matter, you? TJ. Malachi I know, Smith, who I know, was the number one transfer. I know what Kentucky has. That's all I need to know. Yeah, that, I have more faith in li- your team that, than you do. That's, that's not all true. there is to You're it. just ignorant. No offense. That's no, just being ignorant. That's not not caring about who Gonzaga has in a discussion between two teams. We have is... talked in this first hour about Oscar Shibway, Player of the Year, and Jacob yeah. Toppin, potentially Player of the Year this upcoming year. That's all I need to know. If any, I'm, I'm I think you're jinxing more than anything. That's, I think no. your intentions are not pure. And, uh, yeah, I don't appreciate the jinx. All right, Hour 2, Kentucky Roll Call. Coming up next, we got a big announcement. We we return T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call. Oh, here on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Wednesday. Hope you're having a great start to your morning. We appreciate you listening along. Fun first hour. A lot to get to in the second hour, including a jam-packed Thornton's text line, which we did not get to in hour number one, because we were talking about the open practice last night, the game against Gonzaga, and the what John Calipari is now saying, nearly $3 million mm-hmm. raised. He just tweeted that out. During that commercial break, so all around a great night has made for a fun morning this a.m. And should we give our big announcement? Let's do it. Scooch, do you know what this is in regards to? I do. With the with the studio? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I think I know, but. Just, just joshing. <laughs> we have actually 
confirmed the Big X Sports Radio Kickoff Classic Golf Scramble. Hey, we did it. We did it. It will be September 2nd, 2022. Yes, the Friday before college football The Friday off. before UK's first game. You're not going to be wanting to work anyways that Seriously. Friday. So just you, take it off. We just got right Penn now, State, Purdue, Thursday night. Yeah. You know, you're going to be up late. You're going to watch that. There's like four or five other games on. You're going to have some beers. Then you're going to wake up the next morning, play some golf at Elk Run with the fellas, and then go wheel it into some more college football on the weekend. Man. This is big. It's going to be a lot of fun. So it is September 2nd. We're going to have a shotgun start at 9.15 a.m. So we're going to be doing the show live at Elk Run Golf Club. That's where the kick, the Big X kickoff scramble will take place. It's going to be $120 a team. So in Roush's ears, $30 per person. That's a that's nothing. unreal price. <laughs> yeah. A lot of scrambles, that would be $120 a person. I've played. I've paid 45 at Elk Run so many times this summer. Oh, yeah. We're getting to play for 30 Elk Run, they were like some of the coolest folks. They are. Guy I spoke with setting this thing up as friendly as could be, and we couldn't be more excited to get out there and do a little – Golf scramble. That's my home course. So that's big time. Bring the wow. A game teams. That's, that's that's big time. Uh, so you, if you want to sign up, you can either sign up with a team. If you're individual and you don't have a team, we can figure something out. We'll make something work for you. But email bigxscramble at yahoo.com. Bigxscramble at yahoo.com to lock in your spot. They 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 said we can have as many people up to a certain limit. Uh, if we reach that limit, it'd be truly incredible. But Go ahead and lock it in. September 2nd, 9-15. The first, we're considering this one really the first because this one we're doing it, we're doing it the right way. We got a shotgun start. We'll have closest to the pin, longest drive. We got some other fun things that we're going to iron out, but it's going to be a good, good time. And nothing will kick off the start of college football season like the big X kickoff scramble. Sign on up. Man, it's going to be so much fun. Media day today, so you're heading out of here after a uh, little after the show, right? And heading yep, up to Lexington. Yep. They'll uh, Mark Stoops and the coordinators, and uh, I think Will Levis too. We'll be at the podium starting at once. You're gonna get a lot of news from that. It's uh, it's going to be the hottest media day I've ever attended. Uh, typically, they do this in the morning. Heat index, heat indices, heat indexes. I don't know why you can't say heat indexes. Heat indexes, heat indices in the hundreds. For the when we get on the field around two and start interviewing guys for an hour, so attention spans are going to be short. We this is really going to be a true test to the interviewing skills. Guys aren't going to want to be hanging around for a long time, so uh, just let them know this is what they can expect down in the swamp week two. So this is just some training. I'm going to ask you. Getting you ready? Yeah, even like when you're asking questions, do some like juke moves. Just really get them on their toes. Ah. Yeah. But the reason why this is. My f- one of my favorite days of the year. It's our one chance to talk to freshmen before they play. And there's going to be some freshmen that are playing. Um, the the quotes we got yesterday on Jordan Anthony being just the fastest kid alive is awesome. So between him, Barry and Brown, Dinky, there's going to be some guys that, that play early. And so uh, today's our, our, our one chance to kind of get to meet him before they get in the, the daily grind of fall camp. All right, we look forward to it. Updates. Do get some like KRC exclusive interviews. Like pull somebody aside and be like, "This is specifically for the radio." 
See what you come up with. <laughs> I'm using the tripod. You're bringing the tripod? Yeah, got so a, I got one for the first time. I'm so excited. you don't have to hold the camera the way you do. Oh, yeah. I'm tired of holding the camera. Good. Too good. much holding the camera. Big news for everybody involved. Roush, last night I was like, hey, this was such a cool night for UK and the, and the UK-Gonzaga game. Huge deal for college basketball. Certainly all the college basketball media folks have have talked about this, right? Well, yeah, they have. I mean, it, it's UK Gonzaga. This is like two preseason huge top three games. Teams. They're going to play each other. I think if you gave me UK, UNC, or Gonzaga for the college basketball national championship, I'll give you the field. And I bet there's somebody probably out there that would want to take that bet. But uh, you got two of them playing against one another. And I don't think Gonzaga and UNC play this year, but maybe they do. Regardless, certainly this would be news in the college basketball world, which already gets overshadowed by everything else in the sports world in America. So I went and looked. And then I thought, all right, this stuff is only a few hours old. You got to give folks some time. So I looked again just recently, which even then it hasn't necessarily even been 12 hours. So I, you could give some of these people maybe the benefit of the doubt. Can I go down the list? Yes. Jeff Borzello. Didn't mention anything about UK's charity movement, but did mention the game. Just mm-hmm. mentioned it. Yep. Jeff Goodman. No mention of the charity. Did mention the UK game, Gonzaga game. No grand statement or like, this is amazing for college basketball, which he's done in the past for other home and homes, but just mentioned it. That's fine. John Rothstein. He mentioned the game. He didn't yeah, mention charity. He, he's but definitely going to just stick to the game. He mentioned the game, and he was pumped about it. So good on John Rothstein, and you'd expect the same. But didn't mention the charity. Rob Doster, he mentioned the game, and he was pumped about it. Good for you, Rob Doster. I would have mentioned the charity aspect of it too, but whatever. Dane O'Neill just had a very simplistic tweet about the game. Fine. Nothing from Pete Thamel. Nothing from Pat Ford. Wait, wait, wait. Nothing from Gary Parrish. Pat Forty, though, he, he lives in Louisville. Right? You think he would be paying attention to what's happening in, in, the, in the state? state he yeah, you in. get a basketball program within 48 hours, nearly raised $3 million. Don't you think that'd be a newsworthy story for somebody that is covers college basketball, especially in their state? Yeah. I would... Yeah, nothing from him. Huh. Nothing from Gary Parrish. Nothing from Dick Vitale, but we'll give him the benefit yeah, of the doubt. Yeah, D- Dickie V's going to tweet about it at like 3 p.m. and like tag John. Once Clay he finds out it. about yeah. it, he's going to be pumped. Yeah, yeah. Nothing on either fronts from uh, one big ex-employee college basketball expert that has a show later in the afternoon. Huh. Huh. Hmm. Nothing from Seth Davis, but he did tweet about Pat Forty's daughter. So oh. Yeah, you do have that, but nothing from him. Pat Forty did have three Vin Scully tweets at like 12 o'clock last night. John Fanta? He tweeted about the game. He was excited about it. Jay Billis retweeted about the game and the charity, so that was good. Good on you, Jay Billis. And, of course, Mike DeCourcy just did a, tweeted all about all of it. He yeah. talked about all of it. I'm sure he wrote, like, a column about it, right? I, I don't know if he has or hasn't, he but will I'm sure be. he probably will. You know, oh. So good on them. So there is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 college basketball experts or media members to some degree. And we've gotten like six of them that just didn't do anything about it. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Bellarmine's NCAA eligibility vote is today. They're not going to get it. It doesn't seem like they're going to get it. Why would they? 
Like you, you agreed to these terms when you said when like that. I, I, I don't. Well, it seemed like there was some momentum that the NCAA was willing to play ball, and it seems like the NCAA has so, has reconsidered. Eh, we're good. And my guess was the total complete guess that the NCAA was probably like during this COVID stuff. There we're giving away waivers left and right. People are transferring left and right. What's the big deal with this? And I think they kind of just were like, well, hold on. We've been doing this for a while. These are literally in our bylaws. We can't just let, just because of COVID, we can't change this aspect of the game. Which I think Bellarmine was like, but you told us that you may. And uh, anyways, they're going to vote today. I hope it goes in, I hope it goes in, in Bellarmine's favor, but mm-hmm. I agree with you. Probably will not, but we're rooting for Bellarmine. We want to see him in the NCAA tournament in 2023. That'd be fun. Would be a great time. What if they got the Louisville Regional? <gasps> They'd have to win two games to be able to play in it, but. You never hey, know. At least they got a uh, voted team of the year by the fans for the ESPYs. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's, That's a big deal cool. for them. Yeah. Good for them. All right. Uh, let's get to the Thornton's text line. There's a ton, and yeah. we're just not going to probably be able to get to it all. And we'll have much more of a reactionary UK football media day show tomorrow. Yeah, much better than a preview anyway. Preview. So. We can't preview what they're going to say. We're not fortune tellers. This should be the first time that we actually hear from Chris Rodriguez. Um Curious what what those words are going to be. Yeah, that will be. Yeah. Do you think we'll get any sort of suspended a game? He, no. you'll see him week three. No. Not none of no. that. I bet it'll be. We'll get some some quotes where Chris kind of dances around it and just says, "I've learned a lot, and I'm being serious, and uh, not taking anything for granted." Are they just going to announce stuff. his punishment before the first game? They probably like just an won't. hour before. They probably just won't say anything. If I'm going to be completely honest, really? Yeah, because they're just going to probably try to play him. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> I mean, let's hope so. It's a stoops rolls, man. Somebody texted in on the Thornton's text line and said, "Intern Jacob." <laughs> they so should Jacob. have started it with more like "intern joke" mm-hmm. with like all caps. Ub. Wonder if he went out last night. I hope so. Hope he burned down the new two keys. TJ killing yet another interview. Impressive work, pal. Oh, thanks, mom. Appreciate that. Thanks, mom. <laughs> I don't think it was my mom. Could have very well been, but thank you. Glad you enjoyed the interview. <laughs> Did you all know the place that Bo Allen transferred to is the same college that Billy Gillespie coaches at? Yes, we, we did. did. Didn't we mention that? We did. I don't know if they were being sarcastic or not. They well, that's probably because that's – they might be doing the Willie Cauley-Stein wide receiver thing because that's the only thing anybody around here knows about Tarleton State. You know? Oh, that Billy Gillespie's there? Yeah. It is still shocking to me how many people spell Gillespie's name wrong. Yeah, there's no E. It's eyes. Gill is pie. Gill is pie. And they are the Plowboys. I do have uh, cousins that are last name Gillespie, but with an E, not with a. Pete Thamel no did, did not tweet about UK raising nearly $3 million for Eastern Kentucky, but did tweet about Bo Allen going to Tarleton. To be fair, I think he only does football now, right? For ESPN. Oh, did he get off the Ennis Cantor transcripts and turkey beat? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. good. Uh-huh. Glad to hear that. A texter says 5024141450 on the Thornton's text line. When you guys offer to interview a player or coach on KRC, does Big X front the money to bring them on, or how does it come out of pocket? If so, how much money does it cost for a player or coach to be interviewed? Uh, the way normal radio interviews work, you just ask them and see if they'll come. Yes, yeah, you don't pay. <laughs> yeah, you don't pay for interviews. There are some interviews where you could do, you could try to sweeten the pot to get somebody on, but the. The integrity aspect of a paid interview is if you're paying them, then how how trustworthy are they? Well, 
Because they know that they're they're talking for money. Are they selling their story for money? I'm fascinated by how things have gone at Texags, which is they're the the KSR of Texas A&M mm-hmm. because they've paid they 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 were big on paying players to do exclusive interviews with them. I'm 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 wondering how that's working because well, I tried to have one of our guys reach out to you to UK player for a nil deal for some interview access, but the, but the thing is though, I is I haven't like, heard anything you, back from those. You guys. can the other way to go about it is to get them to promote their nil stuff on your show without having to pay them. So I that that's why I'm curious. I don't know how they're. I don't know how that's working out for them. One exception that I've dealt with over the years would be say we had like a weekly segment with Tom Leach, we would probably have to pay him. Because I know when we had Don hmm. Fisher on Indiana Sports Beat or Morning Madness, whatever you want to call it, we we had to pay him every week. There was talks that on the hyperbole, Pat Forty was getting paid to go on there. Which, if you're paying Pat Forty for an interview, <laughs> I can think of so much better ways to spend your money. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. A texter says, "I'm pretty sure I won't be able to." Oh, this is Keith. Pretty sure I won't be able to make the KRC golf scramble this year as I will be in St. Lucia from August 30th to September 10th. Oh Can we get a Roush Walker versus Scoot Stewart matchup? I'd be willing to put a little money on it to make it interesting. Let's do it before August 21st. If not, I'll accept your unwillingness as a sign <laughs> of fear. Why don't you move your, your two-week-long vacation back to September 3rd? Right. Then just make it a week-long vacation. Yeah, that would be... Yeah, you have it, all the flight benefits in the world. You're Mr. Big Shot on hotel rewards. That would be uh, nothing I, to you to you be able what? to push it back a little I, bit. I would miss out on going to St. Lucia to play Elk Run, too. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> the first ever Big X scramble, the kickoff classic. Yeah, he got the inside information early from me. He texted me, asked about the scramble, and then you texted me like five minutes later the official details. So I hit him up. Won't be able to play. That's all right. They won last year, so we don't want them there anyways. We do want them there. We want everybody <laughs> there. We want people to travel in for this. We want it to be a fun day. And we, we've got some ideas for, for some things. We just need to iron out some of the details. But uh, And we definitely will be giving away a lot. I can tell you that much. Shady Rays on Shady Rays on Shady Rays. Flor- oh, yeah, if you're not there, Keith, sorry. That's when that's your Shady Ray pickup time, unfortunately. Mm, guess you're not one yeah. of them. <laughs> Florida Todd, Todd Golden are going to get some incredible press this year, winning, whining and dining, Norlander and Brian Hamilton. Oh, yeah, I saw that. They let uh, one of them fall on the recruiting trail for a week in the July recruiting period. Yeah, so they're going to get some smart, really smart on his part. How do I make a big splash? Boom. Yeah media members damn thanks for the memories john hale <laughs> he didn't die he's not going anywhere he's on the he is going somewhere well but i mean he's it's he's just not, kentucky it's, football it's not john hale underscore cj no more it's john hale underscore hl oh nice he's at the herald leader i got some competition for scoop now although newspaper people don't really break scoop doesn't matter wow you shots fired to newspaper people you don't break it either roush though Oh, that's sorry, also Scoots. a good one, Scoots. That's a great compliment. That's a great comment. Kiss my ass, Scoots. It's true. It's true. You don't break anything. You hate the radio show. And Trevor took a huge shot at you last night or yesterday <laughs> yeah, on his what radio a, show. What a doofus. Said uh, nobody takes on three seriously. Yeah, I, I think he's wrong. I take on three seriously, Roush, and the RPM machine. Texter says. 
Oh, that's a good question. Roush, does the staff think that Dekel Crowdis will take the next step and be a difference maker at all this season? Feels like a redshirt freshman getting a full year under his belt. He's ready to make moves this season, even after his injury. Yeah, uh, getting a full year under his belt is just a fallacy because he's I, – I, I, just, I just worry about his health. Like he, he just hasn't played much. So, I don't know. That's that's one of those that's bigger been, year this year. Dakel Crowdis or Denki? Denki, definitely. Not even a question. The, the the big thing is that Crowdis has to worry about. He has to worry about the the Barry and Browns and the um, Jordan Anthony's of the world because mm. that was supposed to be Crowdis's niche. And if he's not healthy enough to play, you can't make the club in the tub. They'll yeah, just pass him by. So they told Cavassier Smoke, Texter five zero two four one four fourteen fifty, and we'll head to our last break. The best part. What's the best part about your golf game? Long game, short game? Question for all three. None of the above. <laughs> can golf twice this year. Can confirm. <laughs> the issue, one of them, the ground was frozen for half of it. <laughs> the issue with me is it's it, it goes it's cyclical for pretty much all of them. Um, I will have stretches where like around the green, I feel like Tiger, and I'm going to put it close to the pin, maybe make the chips. Then I'll go for a couple weeks where I'm. Pretty sure I'm just gonna scold it, and it's gonna go off the other end of the green. Uh, some days, driver, I don't, I miss very few fairways. Other days, I just, uh, it's not clicking, and uh, and I'm, I'm more inconsistent. But I'd say on average, my drives are most consistent. For me, it's definitely short game because I don't have a long game, so my drives are considered short game as well. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't hit the my, even when I'm having a great driving day. It's not long drives; it's no. just finding the fairway. But that is a huge part of golf. Makes it easier. And, again, the people that, like, pipe them 300 yards, it can't be fun having a pitching wedge, sand wedge, nine iron going into every green. I get to hit all my clubs. It's great. I have a blast. At least that's what I tell myself. All right, one more break. We'll come back. We'll finish up the Thornton's text line. It is UK Football Media Day. You'll hear more about that from us tomorrow once we know what they're saying. It is weird, though, Roush. We've done the show in Lexington for Football Media Day, or at least, like, led into the show. Mm-hmm. Or let, the show is led into Football Media Day. Yeah. It being later in the day, it's a little It's a little, it's a little weird. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll come back. We'll finish up the text line, whatever else we need to get to on today's Kentucky Roll Call after this. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. I'm an early bird and I'm a night owl. So I'm wise and I have worms. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call. One final segment here on Big X Sports Radio. We mentioned at the Big X kickoff scramble on September 2nd at Elk Run. Remember, you can email Big X Scramble. I need to make sure I have the email right. Big X Scramble at yahoo.com. 
to lock in your spot. We mentioned we're going to be giving Shady Rays away there. If you can't make it or you don't want to wait or you want to have your Shady Rays ready for the scramble, go ahead and go to ShadyRays.com right now and get yours. Huge selection. It really is impressive. They've got sunglasses in every shape, size, and color. If you want some cool blue ones for the football season coming up, I'll probably do something like that. Go to ShadyRays.com. Do not forget to use promo code BIGX. Any sunglass you buy, you can try it for 30 days, get your money-back guarantee, or you can just wait till you lose them, you break them, something happens to them, and then you get a replacement pair. You pay a very small processing fee, and the order you had previously, it's right back into your house. You get the exact same one if you want to. That's the beautiful thing about Shady Rays, even more beautiful. You know on this show we love when people help and give back, they do. Every time you buy sunglasses at Shady Rays, they're donating meals to help hungry folks in America. It's an important, important act of charity that they do. We love Shady Rays. You will, too. Do not forget that promo code BIGX to save you 25% at checkout. All right, let's get back to the text line, 502-414-1450. A texter says, I'd be, did you all, uh, yeah, Roush answered golf game, Scoots answered golf game. I'd be pretty shocked if we got Bradshaw at this point. I would, too. Just a weird recruitment to me. Hmm. Do you disagree? You're kind of doing, you're like, I know something. But no, I, I don't know anything. <laughs> I just, I'm not like, I don't think UK's thrown in the towel. I, if they're losing him, it's to the G League. I don't think they're losing him to another school. Just weird to have like, I'm going, uh, here I am, I'm probably going to go to UK. Actually, I need to think about things. And then you just hear momentum for other places. Doesn't generally mean he's going to end up at the, I don't know. Just, either way, I, I mean, I'm not too invested. We'll either. be fine either way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a texter says, I'm worried about that Miami game. Could be closer than we want it to be late in the first half or into the third quarter. They're a good team, and we'll be looking ahead to Florida. Are you? That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. You're, stop taking crazy pills. If you're going to worry about Maxson, you worry about it in week three. You worry about it after playing Florida. The first game of the year, these dudes are going to be so freaking hyped. Kidding me? Like the the, yeah, the, that, the the first game, there's so much excitement just to play football that like there's no there's no like looking over, looking past somebody. I, if I'm worried about anything, it's like just betting to cover uh, a first half spread because you could have a Will Levis, you know, tip pass turnover or something. You know, you can have, you can have some dumb stuff happen early in a game where you're not covering. Okay, maybe you're worried about that. That's why I, I, it's kind of stay away for me in that first one. But they're going to win that game. There's, you know. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. They've been looking forward to playing football for months and months and months. They're going to be ready to go out there. Scangarello, he's going to be excited to show what he's got as well. I, I'm not worried yeah. about that game being close, which go ahead and means to – are they the Red Hawks anymore? Yeah, I mean? Red Hawks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I didn't know if they had to change it or not. I, I go ahead and take – Go. Ahead, I, I still like UK to cover, but – no, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be just fine. Yeah, and me I, being so confident means you probably should take the Red Hawks on the points. But I'm right. If it's like twenty though, I yeah, I, I think Kentucky. The only way they don't is if they get some sort of backdoor. And I don't. I really do think Kentucky's second team. I mean, I was just doing, you know, I do my stupid little countdown series on KSR. Like Trevin Wallace is a second team player, and that dude is starting for twelve SEC teams. 
Like, Kentucky's too deep is very good at a lot of spots. Yeah. So, like, even when you start putting in the the guys behind him, like, it, it, you know. I mean, Kentucky had, like, its fourth-string freshman in when Louisville started scoring points last year. Like, that's kind of what it takes. A texter says, when Tebow came on the big screen, do you all think he purposely said Coach K to troll us, or was it a genuine mistake? And another texter later on said, Tebow called Cal Coach K, right? I couldn't have been the only one to hear that, LOL. Um, I, I think it's the theory that I saw recently from before to, uh, no, it was a Miami message board poster that there's a conspiracy theory that Tebow's illiterate, which I'm, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, he took him, he had, was a Mickey Mouse community leadership degree at Florida. He was homeschooled his whole life. And whenever he speaks well, it's because he like gets all fired up and starts talking in to the, to the camera, but he's not good when he has to read off something. Do you, so, so, do you think he listened to the Bible on book on tape or what? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's that, that was the theory on a message board, so it must be true. <laughs> All right, and the link, I don't think uh, Jeff Goodman wrote it, but the Field of 68 link did mention the game, said to give John Calipari credit for playing it, and complimented everything UK did last night. Wait, so, do they actually write things on their website? They do. I but I don't even... think it's them. I think it's other people. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know they even had a website. I thought they just did takes on. It's like a Substack. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nobody's reading that. You don't read any Substacks? <laughs> what do you What do you read? What do you consume? NPR. No. What do you consume? What do you read? No. Twitter. You don't. You're not reading a book. I'm reading two. Sick Whoa. brag. Oh, and your your <laughs> Substack. Do, do you have a New York Magazine subscription as well, or I've an got, Atlantic? I've got a few. Uh, there's a few. There's a few podcasts that I listen to that I support financially. Oh, yeah, never. Never would do that. Ain't got, ain't got time for that. If I did, it would be like a football one or something, but I get plenty of football information. Dude, the old so. scoots don't have time for it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, fellas. Beasy here. Well, I sure hope the schedule whiners and moaners slept well last night. It was always a good schedule anyway, but I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a better one now. Gonzaga. Kansas, Michigan State, UCLA, Louisville, Michigan, at least five to seven top 25 ranked SEC teams. Best in the country, just like the 2023 recruiting class will be. Let's go, baby. I don't know why you're including Louisville in there. They're going to stink. They're going to stink, but it's still a big game. BZ, also, don't go a month and a half without uh, having us hear from you, buddy. Yeah, okay? what the hell? It's ridiculous. Hope Come you're on. doing well. Hope everything's going all right. Uh, I know he lost his grandfather. Sorry for your loss there, but it looked like a beautiful tribute to a life well lived. But... Uh, Hope everything else is going well with you. Yeah, it's a loaded schedule. Anybody, well, you'll have people that will find stuff to complain about. But, boy, oh, boy, they better be ready for it. You got to get in Louisville this year, Calipari. Got to. Got to get that Louisville regional. Some of our fans have been twerking for Gonzaga a little too much. It's a nice game to add to the schedule, but we don't need their validation. If anything, they need ours. No, I don't think... I think you're missing... I think you're missing what they're excited about. I I'm excited just... to just beat the crap out of them and show them, hey, this is how grown men play basketball instead of your stupid little crackerjack arena in the middle of nowhere, a thousand miles from anybody that actually cares about basketball. That's not a guarantee, Roush. It's certainly not a guarantee. It's you all are you all are wild. It's no, going to be a I'm really just, really tough game. I know. I'm talking smack. Dude. I like that you're high. talking smack. Yes. Justin thinks that it's just like a foregone conclusion. Here's the, my thing with the scheduling. I like it. It makes sense for this year. 
Um, Especially I wish with how good UK, this team is going to be. Yeah, UK is yeah. going to be loaded. Gonzaga yeah. is going to be loaded. It's a low-risk game for either team. It's not going to hurt either team in the grand scheme of things. But my only thing is Gonzaga has been offering this up to any big-time program for decades. You know, like they have always said, if you want to do a home and home with us, we'll play. We'll we'll play you. Timing needed to be right, though. But the timing, I guess, yeah. needed to be right for Kentucky, and it all worked out. And I think Cal loves his group and is super confident. So he's like, why not? Either we go up there, we lose, nobody's going to care, or we go up there and win, and that is an absolutely colossal win on a resume. It's being a really important game and an important game relatively early in the season, which. Maybe benefit to Kentucky getting the Bahamas trip, having more continuity, believe it or not, and, again, the Bahamas trip. Roush, your Steelers play the Bengals on Sunday night after the Kentucky versus Gonzaga game. That weekend is absolutely loaded Mm -hmm. with entertainment, and it shouldn't even be legal, to be honest. Roush's Steelers. But the the problem is, is it's more worried. Hey, good news, though, Justin. Mason Rudolph, now third string. So... It's uh, Mitch Trubisky one, Kenny Pickett two. We're moving in the right direction. The, you, le- the, 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 the less we get a Mason Rudolph, the better. Did you hear that um, the first practice, Mitch Trubisky had a couple incompletions and they were shouting for the backup to come in already? Well, yeah, that's good. They're good <laughs> football. Put, put football Pickett in. Put Pickett in. Good football in. town. Good football fans. You got to always know, be cheering for the backup. That Rupp loud meter was going crazy. Numbers bouncing around all over the place. Exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got a lot of the Rupp Arena loudness meter. Sounds like if you went there last night, you were eventually just going to get a T-shirt thrown to you. I'm pretty sure they threw no less than 15,000 T-shirts out to the crowd yesterday. uh, Intern Jacob got one. (sighs) Although he was like, it's a, what do you say? It's a large? XXL. XXL? No, X, just one X. Yeah, it's XL, and he was like, so maybe one of you two will need it. That's rude. I mean, yes, it probably would be better. <laughs> also, Jacob, it. why don't you eat something? Yeah, why don't you eat something? <laughs> yeah. Drink no, some more beers instead of your frozen honestly, cocktails. one of the best times of your life where he can probably just eat whatever he wants and it doesn't matter. Metabolism. I freaking hate him. Is it just me or did y'all think the new Jumbotrons were going to be bigger, only increased from 80 feet to 100? And they're talking about the new Jumbotrons at Kroger Field. I think it's a pretty significant difference. Am I? Yeah. I, maybe once I'm there and I see it, it'll look better. But I agree with you, Texter. I thought they would look bigger, be bigger. Just make them hilariously I've, big. I've also seen the differences like in cost. Um, the cost a lot for extra feet. No, I, don't <laughs> like da- yeah. a lot. I don't. I don't doubt it for sure. Um, but I'll probably need to be in the stadium, see stuff to on get it, a better, to get a better feel, idea. But yeah. really glad the pictures, that we're... I can't really even tell to be honest with you. Well, when the, the the one pan they had it on either side, and you could see the kind of extension on it. Um, where it looks more like a widescreen TV than like a, a box. Um, but nevertheless, you're, you're right. Best thing is they just got it fixed. It's going to look better. Mm-hmm. The one the one on the opposite towards uh, the student section just had that block that was out in it for a while. That was bad. Yeah, needed to get that fixed. Uh, Kyle Wilcher, or so, sorry, somebody says, all I know is we better get some Kyle Wilcher commentary during this Gonzaga-Kentucky game. Uh, they'll, they'll probably do the thing where he's there and they talk to him mid-game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's he, is he going to do like the parent who has kids on both teams and has a jersey split down the middle? Hey, he could wear his cool you know, Gonzaga Elite Eight shirt with his UK National Championship ring. That'd be a cool combo. Yeah, it would you know? be a cool like combo. Like how families will wear like the split jersey. He'll, yeah. He could do something like that. Yeah. 
He just had. If he only would have played a few years later, he would have gotten that gun. Oh no, Gonzaga doesn't have any national championships. Oh. Oh. Okay. That's well, they they did at least get to a Final Four once. They did. They finally did. It took like a what a thousand tries. You finally got one though. Not to sound like a butt slapper, but the fact Gonzaga is hosting UK for a home game is a testament to how great Mark Few is. Couldn't imagine being a Gonzaga season ticket holder. Now all of a sudden top five UK team with the returning national player of the year is coming to play in front of your 6,000, playing in front of 6,000. It's going to be a great game. That's a good point. Yeah, I bet you probably have some lifers at Gonzaga that are still just kind of pinching themselves. But their program has elevated in the last decade a major way. And they... Mark Few deserves it. He's done a good job there, and they get really, really good players. Shay here. Hey, Shay. Hey. How's things down in Bardstown, buddy? Roush, the Somerset Twins that moved to Connecticut are both top 100 players, according to 24-7. UK leads for them, but they've been on Alabama and Notre Dame visits recently. Think we'll get them. Also, all my UL friends getting very chesty thanks to Adidas writing these checks. Got your scoop confirmed yet, Roush? Satterfield went from recruiting classes in the 50s every year to getting five stars. This is getting ridiculous. Suck it, dirty birds. Write all the checks you want. You know who daddy is. Catch by 90. Yeah, when are you going to have this story that you teased? Yeah, I'm probably just going to let it out one day. I don't know. Just like let it slip on KRC. So. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah I'd love that. I'm in on that. But um, Today's the day. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know how to get it confirmed though. We'll figure it out though. Uh, you Shay, I don't know where you said these that Kentucky is leading for these players. I don't think they've ever stepped foot on Kentucky's campus. Oh, that's different. Like yeah, I, I that as much as Kentucky has quote unquote recruited them, I mean they. You gotta I I I can't take it serious unless they've at least been to something at UK. I I yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I'd be surprised, Shay, if they ended up in Kentucky. A texter says, favorite kind of nuts, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers. This is tough. Cashews, probably. Mine's either pistachios, peanuts, or almonds. I like all three. all three. I'm peanuts. I do get the mixed nuts, though. Been eating a lot of those lately. The uh, the ca- Not the cashews, the, the pecans in there. Nice little sweet treat. Um, also, silliest argument I ever got in my... Uh, Finals. Got into with my wife. We were driving uh, to her parents' house, and I was like, we were arguing over whether walnuts are sweet or not. And I was saying that, yes, walnuts are sweet. It's like, no, they're not, you idiot. And the whole time, I just had him confused for, for pecans. <laughs> <laughs> and so we finally get there, and her dad looked at me like, are you, something wrong with you? And then, yeah. I it, Well, yes, but I was thinking of a different nut. Yes, and but I was very, like, it wasn't heated, but it was very animated, and I was dying on that hill. Mm, that's tough. I like your Aaron Rodgers answer, though. I was going to say Nick and TJ, but. No, sure you were. Vin Scully passed. Sheesh, that's a big one. Big one. Was that you? No. <laughs> now, anytime somebody, it's, uh, anytime somebody passes. Although if you don't get the sheesh, it's a, what, what what's the what's the next step down? What do you mean? Like sheesh, that's a meaty, that's a sizable. What's the next? This, this one hurts. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. So if you get a this one hurts, it's not as significant as this is a big one. Right. Okay. I'll keep an eye out on JK's <laughs> celebrity passing celebrity rankings. Celebrity obituaries. <laughs> <laughs> Last night was nice. However, I think any telethon should be handled by the Crusade for Children crew. It was a little rough, but they tried their best. Yeah, and I don't 
since I only got to see bits and pieces of it because of the stream being all wonky or whatever, I, I don't know exactly how they handled it, but the more people you get on camera, the better. Mm-hmm. It's just it because that's a lot of time to fill. So, you know, just keep passing around. Keep passing it around. Well, they did something right. They raised a lot of money. Yep, that's for sure. Heard the early premiere of House of the Dragon episode one is getting high praise. Yes. Also, all 10 episodes are an hour or more, so that's good. Can't wait for me and my buddy's watch party. We're making pigeon pie and brewing our own ale. The hot wings and Bud Light will be delicious. <laughs> that sounds fun. We would watch, we would get, we'd have Game of Thrones watch parties together with our friends. That was a, that was a fun time of life. I, and see, I have, um, I have a friend who we, we've talked about doing them, um, but man, my old man basketball league is back, and it's Sunday night, so I'm hoping that it doesn't interfere too yeah, much. Yeah, maybe you could it. get some like six, seven o'clock games yeah, and right, still right. make it somewhere for nine o'clock. Could, Assuming it'd be at nine o'clock, that's when Game of Thrones was at, right? Yeah, that's my assumption as well. So ho- yeah, hopefully we get the earlier games instead of the, the nine, because yeah. if you're playing basketball at nine, I'm not, I'm so hot and fired up, like I'm not even going to sleep for a while, you know? We had the, this, I don't I don't say this story braggadocious whatsoever, but had a, a buddy have the cops called on him after a Game of Thrones watch party one time because he was just so pumped about Jon Snow. <laughs> he was yelling out into the streets, and then they left and whatnot, and like two minutes later, a cop car came cruising down our street. I was low-key worried about that on, what was that, Sunday night I finished Stranger Things? And you had season one, and you had L just messing everybody up. I was, I was on, I was standing up like, yeah. You were getting into it. Oh, I was. Yeah, I, th- I thought my neighbors were gonna. I complain. love that you love Stranger Things. Yeah, I so love. You're getting into season two. Uh, we haven't started yet. Probably we'll start tomorrow night. You doing it with the roommate? Yeah. Is he enjoying it? He is. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. There and there's it's weird because there's not a whole lot of shows that I can watch or we could watch together because he's watched every show mm. known to man. So, not this one, though. Not this one. It's just a couple dudes watching Stranger Things. That's it. Bit odd, isn't it? Bit odd. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. The Thornton text line. Uh, if you still hate, if you still hate Cal after this offseason, your mind can't be changed. He has taken all the criticism and has really worked on mending issues with the fans and bringing better talent. Plus, look at all he's done to help the state during all these crises. Hall of Famer when it comes to stepping up to help the state. It just seems like a Hall of Fame person as kind of oh. corny, cheesy, and douchey as it is to say. But anybody that does the charitable work that he does is A-OK in my book. You can lose a basketball game. I'll be OK with it. The uh, I don't know if you all saw it or not either, uh, but Chris Fisher just was tweeting out all of the millions of dollars he's helped raise uh-huh. over the years. I mean, it's crazy. From the ha- ha- Haiti... I think it was three hurricanes, Western Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky. I mean, just. Yeah, over $10 million during his time as a UK head coach has been raised for charity. That's crazy. With, I'm sure, at least like probably a couple mil coming just probably directly from himself, which he gets paid a ton. He should give back. Happy that he does. But he doesn't have to do telethons. He doesn't have to mm-hmm. get his players involved. And, and now it's gotten to the point where the players are getting him involved. So it's. It is a cool thing. I know we're a fun fart radio show, but that stuff does does make me proud. A texter says it makes makes me want to keep helping too. That's kind of inspiring more than anything. I'm waiting to see the lineup of Oscar Top and Wallace at point guard, Reeves and CJ on the wing. Holy smokes, the scoreboard will be lighting up. Man. 
It's going to be a fun year. I just think there's a ton of certainty around this team, and that's what I like. Like, And that's even with, again, not knowing a ton about Wallace or Livingston or at least allowing us to be patient with them. Yeah. You just have sure things at a lot of positions. You may say, well, you can't say Toppin's a sure thing. I mean, Toppin's it, lo- be a sure it looks thing. like a sure thing. You trust yeah. TJ on that one. I, who, I believe that was your first hot take of the season, too. Yes, it was. I said it to my friends, too, that like I wouldn't be shocked if he's UK's best player. And they were like, over Oscar? And I was like, well, stats versus plays on the floor may be somewhat different. And I was like, also, I'm saying I'm not going to be shocked. But be ready for Toppin to be a stud. That lineup of tall bigs would drive Nick's former ex-boss crazy because to him, once again, Cal must change. John here. Good morning, friends. Hey, glad I could watch some last night and help others. The surprise was short-term cool. We will get a big signature win on the resume, but this season it will be great. Will be a great TV game. Here are the reasons I believe that way. Believe that way. One, the gym is so small, so lack of seats. Two, it's close to a major holiday. And three, the football cats take on some trash can dogs the weekend at home. So the most of the fan base will watch that live and follow up watching the basketball cats on TV. Do you guys agree? Well, got to go talk to you later. No offense, John. Don't really know what you're asking me if I'm what I'm, I'm agreeing to. Yes, people will be watching that game on Sunday after watching the Georgia game. I do agree on that. Get something? Shoots? I, I mean, yeah, that's pretty well just all he said, right? Yeah, I agree. Like, you got Georgia on Saturday, so everybody's going to be at that game. So they're not, not going to be able to travel to Gonzaga, it's I think tough. is what he's going for. Oh, yeah. It won't be a good TV weekend. November, December, just going to be stacked TV, sports TV months <sighs> Sport. with the World Cup. Ooh. World Cup going there really me- is throwing a wrench Mega in sports weekend, for sure. Oh, mega sports week. Yeah, we're getting – clear Ooh. my calendar. Also, suck it, World Cup, once again. We're uh, we're anti. Nothing we can do about it. N- now we just got to embrace it. It's gonna be awesome. But suck at FIFA. We're anti-slavery on KRC. We've always said that. Yeah. Slave labor for sure. Slavery in general. Bad. Strange communication breakdown at the end of Cal's combo with Few. Cal mentioned Ellen as the princess, and you could tell Few thought Cal was making fun of him. <laughs> yeah, and then they kind of talked over each other for a little bit. Uh, I, I figured it was live. I was shocked that they did do it live, but. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. John here again. Hey, could I just come and watch the golf scramble? I will pay something to do so. I would play, but I really suck, and I'm not joking. So what would be my options? Let me know. It would be awesome to be there. We'll got to go talk to you later. Of course, John, you can come if you don't have a team. But certainly you could find three other golfers, whether good, mediocre, or average. A scramble, though, that's the nice thing about a scramble, John. You don't have to play your own ball. You hit a shot. If it's not good enough, then you go play the other person's ball. And then you get to hit a shot from that spot. If it's not good enough, you go play another person's ball. But, of course, you could and just hang out. We'd love to have you. If, if there was second, if there was ever a team, a time for a bad golfer to play golf, it is a scramble, and especially this scramble yeah. with us jokers out there. Remember, email bigxscramble at yahoo.com. You're going to hear me say that a ton, so you may as well just go ahead and do it. Um, once we get to ten teams, I'll shut up about the big X scramble for a little bit. Put a team in, John. Till then, I'm not shutting up. Big X scramble at yahoo.com. The good thing about second. sucking at golf in a scramble is like you don't have to play every shot. You know. That's what I just got done saying. Yeah. Yep. I'm just saying, I know from experience. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, who chose today's terrible 12 year old girl new music nonsense? That'd be Scoots. <laughs> Roush was wondering what was up with the music, too. Roush has been singing every single song as we've gone into commercial break. So, he said, what's the theme today? Just good mood? <laughs> well, I just, 
Pants no idea. We're, Indiana we're Tim here. Indiana Tim here is a heavyweight texter on the Thornton's text line. Is it just me or does Trevor always confuse words like nobody and everybody with the word me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Indiana Tim here. Man, you are just not paying attention. I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but well, you just leave. <laughs> like, go. I mean, I just not like paying attention to the show. Well, I, Indiana Tim here does not give. It's not giving away what the rest of the text said. That's right. I got we it. already it's read like the a, text. I know, but I didn't know Indiana Tim read the part making fun of Trevor. I even said Indiana Tim. I know that's the part that went in one ear and out the other. It happens. Uh, going and getting a win at Gonzaga is the quickest way for Cal to try. To memory hall the St. Peter's fiasco. Well, you'll do it before that. I'm going to do it as soon as I watch them play in the Bahamas. Yeah, and I don't also, like, I disagree with that text in a lot of different senses. Like, you you beat Gonzaga, but then you lose early in March again. People aren't forgetting about that. People aren't forgetting about the St. Peter's game. That's just the cold, hard truth about it. You win a national championship, we can move past it, do the Virginia thing. But we aren't forgetting about that game, unfortunately, as much as we'd love to. Um, it, that one stunk. That hurt. Does Justin talk glowingly about UK? Because as IU fan, he will either be happy he's right or he'll be happy that they suck. TJ's right. There's some funny business going on there. No IU fan would ever speak about UK as Justin. No, it's a jinx thing. It's no, a, it's Exactly not. as you said. The, your first two sentences are right. That's just called a reverse jinx. Either you're right and UK beats them, or you jinxed it, and that's why it's a reverse jinx. Can't be a jinx cat. Yeah, and it's low risk to do it to your rival team. Can we? Can like, we for get example, the whole... there's no way U of L is going to lose to Syracuse Week One in the college football season. Just no chance. It'd be great if they did. It'd be funny, but Syracuse yeah, stinks. They're, they're really there's bad. just no way that they lose to Syracuse. So when they play that game, Justin, either they'll win. And I'll come in. I'll say, guys, I told you, there's no way. Or they'll lose, and we'll come in and be like, oh, <laughs> we were wrong. Shocks. Oh, no. I guess I was wrong about the old cards and the orange. But in all seriousness, U of L owns Syracuse. I mean, I, I understand having this mindset, but I don't. Can we just get rid of the notion that I say things to jinx? I, I don't. I never have, never will. That's I, what I, I would say, I, too, I if I was do doing that. these things to jinx, but didn't want people to know it. And also, on the other side of it, yes, I talk nice about UK because I've been on this show for two freaking years now. There's a little part of my heart that's a UK fan. Oh. So suck it. Get off me. It up to us. Scoots, I'm just, I'm all right. I agree with you. I think UK is going to probably win the national championship in basketball. I just think that game at Gonzaga is going to be a really, really hard Cakewalk? game. Cakewalk? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I love your confidence. Scoots also, you, Scoots goes also there, is a Gonzaga hater, too. If, like, when it, we it, have true. these conversations every spring, hate Gonzaga. He, he, exactly. Like, it's not. If UK beats Gonzaga comfortably, Scoots, you could. You could run a show yourself if you want to. Oh, you could no. not show up if you don't want to. Deal. You can have whatever perk is most. I like that it's like, yeah, not working. <laughs> that's that's what I want. Whatever One you want, you can in. have. Yeah, that's fine. We can get, uh, we'll get, we'll get intern Jake to come into town and run the board. <laughs> Did they make any audio improvements at Kroger Field this offseason? I've never yes. really had issues with audio. That's I think what, it's somewhere where you sit in the stadium. Yeah, but that's what the, uh, that's part of the video stuff too is upgrading the audio. Okay, uh, biggest storylines at Media Day, the Chris, hearing Chris Rodriguez talk? Yeah. 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 Okay, well, have fun. Safe travels up there. Hope you get your work done, whatever you were working on here at the end of the show. <laughs> Everybody have a good day. Got a lot going on, man. UK Football Media Day. Busy, man. It's, it, is, it is an exciting day. Normally, without the basketball stuff, we're, we're football-driven. We'll get back to that tomorrow for sure, and we look forward to hearing everything that Roush covers up there in Lexington. This is Bring us back a souvenir. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen will be back on Thursday. Come on! To the dance.